0: I'm Dee Brown, CEO, and welcome to this episode of Self Made. Joining me on the show today is NFL Pro Bowler J.T. Gray with the New Orleans Saints. J.T., welcome to Self Made.
1: Hey, how y'all doing?
0: Doing it's good. Good to be here. Good, man. Good glad sir. to have you on the show as well. Hey, J.T., so I want to set the stage for our viewers to understand your journey from childhood to being uh, a star in, in the NFL. So talk to me about your childhood. Where did you grow up and what was your childhood like?
1: Um, I grew up in Clarksdale, Mississippi, a uh, neighborhood called Urquhart's there. And, you know, childhood was, you know, we had to all go through challenges and, you know, be resilient in the things that we do each and every day. Um, my mom and my dad was a big role in that. And they took care of me and they showed me the way like, to work hard and be disciplined in my actions and what I do and make good decisions in life.
0: So, what were some of the challenges you faced as a child in Clarkson, Mississippi?
1: Uh, Challenges that I had was, you know, not being able to have the best looking things. But, you know what I'm saying? I was grateful for what I had at the time. But, you know, just going out, seeing people with these more expensive things than I had, and that right there just motivated me to go hard and get the things that I want and earn them myself.
0: So, when did you first develop a love for football?
1: Uh, I'll say when I played peewee football with Coach Tyrone.
0: And talk about your high school career. You, uh, you played at Clarksville High School. Uh, you were a star uh, player there. Talk to me about some of the games you played in and some of the memories you have from, from those years.
1: Mm, one memory I had was the first game when I came back to Arizona. Um, and that was my 12th grade year. We played South Haven, Mississippi, and. That was just my first time getting back with my brothers, the, um, the guys that I missed while I was away in Arizona, playing with them. And that was our first time collectively as a, as a team. And in that year to go out there and prove to what we had, we fell short that game, but throughout that season, we showed that we were working hard and being resilient and that we had the determination to finish strong.
0: Who were some of the people at Clarksdale High School that um, had an impact on your life?
1: Uh, so the people that had impacts on my life was Mr. Mode. Um, Coach Reed, Coach Johnson, all the whole coaching staff, um, my brothers, Elton Jenkins, Ben Baltimore, Ja'Cory and Tyler, um, and, and some more guys that I was hanging around with to help me keep me level and to keep a positive mindset and look at things from a different perspective. Because it's, you know, it's, it's hard, it's good, it's easy to make those bad decisions in that right. area of, of the time. And, right. you know, you just got to stay on path, you got to stay focused and eliminate all of those scratches. And, Being around them and having the good people around in my circle helped me keep my mind in the right position to move forward and progress to playing at Mississippi State University.
0: So you mentioned uh, Coach Tyrone Smith, uh, and you started playing with him uh, at an early age. How did your experiences uh, playing with Coach Tyrone uh, influence or or, or build the foundation for your football career?
1: Man, he always brought the best out of me. Like, the more that that I ever... Thought I could do. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll run a couple touchdowns, and he'll tell me that ain't good enough. The way that we practice, like, we was going, like, it was, I feel like that's old school to me, like, how we played Pee Wee. We was out there hitting, like, grown men at a young age. <laughs> and, you know, that it gave us that hard body rock to, you know what yeah. I'm saying, carry on. as We went to middle school, high school, and college. And now in the league. Like, it started right there. Like, it was already implemented in us. So, that's just something that we just made second nature to us, and we just, Keep in our toolbox.
0: So, what were your biggest, or what was your biggest accomplishment? You feel from your high school football days?
1: Um, biggest accomplishment was, um, shoot, just being on an all-star team. Like, being having to have that recognition to be named one of the star players coming out of Mississippi.
0: Right. And so, talk to me about your your uh, transition from Clarksville High to Mississippi State University. How did you land at Mississippi State?
1: Uh, it's a crazy story, you know. Um, we was bouncing back and forth. Me and Elton Jenkins was back and, bouncing back and forth on where we were going. It was either gonna be Ole Miss or it was gonna be Mississippi State. And at the last minute, you know, everybody said we got those offers at the last minute and we were the last ones there. But as long as we got that opportunity to go to the next level, that's all that mattered to us. And so- And just being-
0: Go ahead. No, you can go ahead. Yeah, so when you, when you arrived at Mississippi State uh, and you began to uh, work out in that football program, what was it like?
1: Uh, hard, tough, and physical, and fast. And you have to be mentally strong to even be there to work out because the workouts that we do is, is similar to the Navy Seals and how they train. So that's building our mentality to go through anything that we want that we put our mind to one, one thing that we learn about that, whatever you put your mind to, you can achieve it. And if you got mental weakness, you ain't going to be able to survive in that, in that type of environment.
0: Right. And so you and uh, Elton Jenkins played high school ball together and then y'all uh, went to Mississippi State and played together. And both of you are now in the NFL. Uh, how instrumental uh, was your relationship with Elton in building your 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 success at Mississippi State?
1: Uh, Bear with him, it was, you know what I'm saying? It was like, we was right there helping each other, whatever we had to do, on and off the field. Off the field, we had issues. We will be there to talk to each other, to lift, uplift each other, to stay in a positive spirit, to go out there and dominate on the field because you have to have that mindset. I always go back and speak to mindset because your mindset controls everything that you want to do in this life. And that's one thing that we had together with, was a great, strong mindset and to be able to go out there and be resilient no matter how, how many failures that we have to go out there and win.
0: So, when did you uh, find your, your, your place at Mississippi State? Like, when did you realize that, hey, you know what, I'm going to be a difference maker on this team?
1: Uh, it was my 11th grade year, you know, when I started to see other people like that, Prescott, um, Bernardi McKinney, all of those guys, graduate, Preston Smith, all of those guys go to the NFL and do great things. And I was like, if he can do it, I can do it too. Why not me? So, I just tried to step my game up a little bit more and go out there and do the best that I could do.
0: And so what were your uh, biggest challenges playing at Mississippi State?
1: Um, biggest challenges is staying focused and being disciplined in my routine, my daily habits. You know, got to establish your daily habits to be able to progress in this lifetime. man And I feel like that's where I lack it a little bit. But now that I look back and just looking at it now, I feel like if I would have had the daily habits and the routine that I had right now, it would be way better. And that's one thing that I was – that was one of my challenges that I had at Mississippi State.
0: And so what role uh, did your family play in keeping you focused and grounded and contributing to your uh, success?
1: Uh, i say with the support. You know, um, they was always there whenever I needed them. Every phone call that I had, everything – every incident that I had that I called them, they was always there and speaking positivity into my life to help me grow and, and continue to have that composure to res, um, be resilient and prevail.
0: So talk to me about um, your transition from Mississippi State University to the New Orleans Saints. How did you uh, end up getting picked up by the Saints? Talk to me about that, that process.
1: Oh, It was a crazy process, you know. Um, I ended up watching the whole draft, you know, going into the draft. I had high hopes to get drafted, but that didn't happen. But you already know that being resilient and having the mindset that I have, that I was going to go out there and put in the work necessary to go out there and earn a spot on the team. So I didn't let that uh, ruin my confidence because I know that you have to fail and you have to fail and fail and fail and fail again over and over again. But eventually, if you keep on trying, you're going to win.
0: Right, right. And so um – Tell me about the day that you learned that the Saints were going to sign you. Do you remember that day?
1: Uh, going back to it, no, I can't remember that day, but um, I remember it was somebody that they told me, and, you know, I feel like what I did wasn't even enough, So, because I, uh, I had an injury, I had a turf toe injury, and, you know, I, I didn't even play the, uh, the first preseason game. The last three preseason games, I did not even play, so... If you're not out there playing and you're not available in the NFL, then, you know, it's a high chance that you won't be on that team because you're not you're not durable.
0: Right. And so but you found to me, you found like a niche uh, uh, in, in the NFL to where you could thrive and, and find your, your space. Tell me the you know, your thought process or how did you develop that?
1: Uh, knowing my position and knowing when you come in at the league, you're coming in undrafted, you're, all, you're against all odds. So you have to find something that you're great at. You have to master the things that don't require talent. So if you master your, your technique, if you master studying, your habits, if you mastering your routine and just going out there and getting those 10,000 reps, you have to have 10,000 reps to become professional in anything you do. So I was just, don't, just going out and doing that, being consistent, productive, consistently productive in everything that I was going on special teams and it started to
0: pay off. So you um you you find your niche on special teams and this past season uh you had um the honor of being uh selected to the uh Pro Bowl. What was that like?
1: Uh it was amazing. You know, that was one of my dreams that I had. Um and being able to accomplish that, I have to come back even stronger than I did last year. That, you know, it was a great accomplishment, but, but now I'm on to the next year.
0: Right. And so do you feel like some of the coaches from, say, Mississippi State helped put you in position to be where you are today? And if so, who?
1: Uh, yeah, it was a couple of coaches I had. I had um, Coach English and I had Coach Collins. And the, one was a DB coach for me and one was a linebacker, Coach, coach Collins. Yeah. He was a linebacker and Coach Ryan English was my DB coach and just having that, like the mentality that they molded inside of me to go out there no matter what, even, even if you're fatigued, you know what I'm saying? You still have to go out there, like have no excuses in whatever you're doing, like find a way, like just find a way no matter what. And that's what I carried on to the league, like everything that I, that I do is my decision, the situation that I'm in at the moment was my decision. So I have to make decisions to make better decisions and make, put myself in better situation.
0: Right. So who are some of the people, you know, outside of your, your, your parents and your coaches, who are some of the people that have been influential uh, in your life?
1: Um, from afar, I would say Rick Ross. He was, you know, I, um, I studied him to see, like, how he out here being so ambitious and what he's doing. And knowing that he came from Clarkson, Mississippi, like, it shows me that you can, you can get it as well out, outside of the football field, as hmm. well as you. Like, you showing that. You know what I'm saying? You're showing everybody a lot what you're doing, all the things that you're doing. You created all of this success and everybody, you know what I'm saying? You're a role model and everybody appreciate that.
0: Thank you. I, no, I, I appreciate you saying that. So from, you know, obviously one of the things that I talk to uh, NFL players about all the time is life after football. Have you given any thought to uh, what that would look like, though? It may be, you know, you got a lot of runway in front of you uh, in, in the uh, NFL, I believe. Uh, have you thought about what you want to do outside of football? What what? what uh, passions mo- you have?
1: Most definitely. Um, I'm already connected into real estate. I'm doing real estate. Um, just being more business-oriented outside of football, you know, I already have things that I have. I have plans and things that I'm doing right now. Ideas that I'm just thinking on every night. So, I know that in the NFL you have to have a game plan, but also in life and outside of football you have to have a game plan as well. And, I already have the mindset that is equipped for it. So I'm gonna do whatever it takes to acquire that same success off the field.
0: Right, and I know that uh, you have done things in the community uh, as well uh, back in Clarksdale. So talk to me about uh, your passion to give back and support the community that you come from.
1: I love giving opportunities. I love giving back to my hometown. I love giving back to all of the kids or anybody that need help because When I was when I was young and when I didn't have anything, I used to want to help, too. And it was people out there that was helping me. And I feel like that I'm in that position right now that I can do the same thing. And that'll be able to open more gateways for other people to help others and just spread that positive and good energy around.
0: So in the NFL currently, who are some of the individuals that you uh, either that either mentor you or that you uh, strive to uh, emulate?
1: No, uh, it was a guy that I had. We had a linebacker called Greg Robertson, and, you know, he was an older frat brother, um, Mega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, um, and he was there. He was talking to me when I first got there, Justin Hardy and Demario Davis, the linebacker out of um, Jackson, Mississippi. Um, those guys, they was just, you know what I'm saying, rallying me up, talking to me, you know what I'm saying, letting me know the things that I need to get better in, and the things that I need to watch out for in the NFL and showing me just how to – is how the business working in the NFL, and I appreciate those guys for doing that for me.
0: Yeah, you mentioned Omega Side Five Fraternity Incorporated, and I know you and Elton are actual actually line brothers, um, and so I know you all are like blood brothers as well. So, um, what did that what did that mean to you to have the opportunity to uh, be on with Elton?
1: You know, it was you know that was just a it was a brotherhood before it would even before it was even that and just to make it purple and gold to make it official, you know, it just means even more to me.
0: Right. So talk to me about um, really your philosophy on uh, work ethics and and commitment. Uh, Obviously to make it to the NFL, you can't, you have to be the best of the best, Uh, you know, so the, the cream had to rise to the top. So talk to me about just your workout routine, your work ethics, you know, how, how are you preparing yourself to stay at the top of the game?
1: Uh, preparing myself mentally, first of all, because the NFL is 90 percent mental and 10 percent physical. So it's been in the film room studying and making sure that when it's time for training camp, that I'd be on point with all of those things. Also, just taking care of my nutrition, diet, um, eating the right foods and working out as much as I can to, you know, what I'm saying help my body recover, getting in a hot tub, cold tub. All those different things that I have to do each and every day, even when my emotions is not attached to it, I still have to wake up early in the morning and stay on my routine. If I want to continue to be the best of the best, I have to prepare like I'm the best of the best. And that's just doing those small things that don't require talent and doing them consistently persistent.
0: Right. Right. Taking care of your body is, uh, is important, man. And, you know, I tell uh, people all the time right. that it really doesn't matter how successful you are. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Uh, if you don't take care of your body, you don't take care of your health, uh, you know, you're not going no to be able to enjoy it, right? So what type of advice uh, would you give a young, uh, you know, high school football player or college player that have ambitions to one day play in the NFL? What what type of advice would you, would you give them?
1: Mm, the advice I would give is just never give up. Keep going no matter what. No matter if you're against the odds, no matter what odds, nobody say, like, you dictate where you go. At the end of the day, we have—we are all entitled to our opinions. And once you realize we, other people are entitled to their opinions. What they say don't even matter. It's what you do out there on that field. You can—you pray to God, believe in God first, have faith, and you put in the work. Uh,
0: you know, your your dad and I played high school football together. We were on the, on the same team. I think I may have been a year ahead of him. Uh, yeah. Was uh, Was your dad? Uh, instrumental in you developing a love for football?
1: He was. He was, he was a big part in it. He's the one that kept me around football my whole entire life. He's the one, he the one that, that told me to go to Coach Tyrone after they saw me running. I was the fastest one in the school. So he was the one that kept me around and just made me st- stick around with football. And he's been in my life with that.
0: And I know that your family uh, travel often to see you play. Uh, seem like that you know I, I follow you on social media uh and it seem like they're just about everywhere you are uh how much does that mean to you
1: it means a lot uh you know what i'm saying i'm very grateful for it because i know a lot of people don't have couldn't have that same thing and you know just just cherishing those moments while i can and that's the most important thing family
0: right and so how many brothers and sisters do you have I
1: have two brothers. My older brother, Solomon Gray, and my younger brother, Damian Gray. I got one sister, Khadija Gray.
0: So how's, how, you, how is your relationship with them, and how do they support you on this journey?
1: Um, We're pretty tight, you know what I'm saying? They come to my games whenever they can. They're not like my mom and dad that come to almost every game, but they show me support in all different ways, and I appreciate them, and they show me all the love,
0: so, you know. So uh what was the feeling that you had when you learned that you had been named uh to the to the pro bowl
1: Man that was like that was wild right there um, <laughs> coach Peyton called me I was on my way home and he told me that I have been selected uh, to be a starter in the pro bowl and that was one of my goals that I had wrote down and I told a couple people that was one of my goals to do and just to have that come you know what I'm saying, come about and to be accomplished, that just shows me that, you know what I'm saying, the power and putting work and the power of your mouth speaking into existence and thinking about it and working towards it no matter what. And, you know, it was just an amazing experience
0: for me to have. Right. Do you remember the, uh, the, 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 the game? Obviously, it was, wasn't that long ago, but just talk to me about the feeling you had actually playing in the Pro Bowl and, and what it meant to you.
1: It meant a lot being out there and running around with some future legends and running around there with the most elite talent in the league. Like, you know, that, that feels special. And, you know, my first one, I had to get the jitters out. So, you know what I'm saying? I plan on being there again. So you'll be looking out for me.
0: Oh, absolutely. We, we, we expect to see you, see you back there often. Uh, so just tell me this. So far, uh, you've been in the league how many years now? Uh, four. So been four years. Been in the league four years. What do you feel your biggest accomplishment has been thus far?
1: My biggest accomplishment is to continue, like, winning my individual battles on and off the field and within, you know, that's one of my accomplishments that I had, like, to stay focused and to, you know what I'm saying, remain in good spirits throughout the season because, you know, like, we go through a lot, and it's, it's difficult to stay focused during those times, especially when, you know, it's not a great season, you start to think about all different kind of things, but just staying positive on the inside and it starts to permeate on the field. So just staying, just keeping myself together all all
0: in one. I, you, you mentioned uh, quite often about staying focused, about mental uh, toughness and about the mindset. And, you know, I talk about mindset all the time because I believe that that is the... Uh, the difference maker. Uh, It doesn't really matter whether you're on the field or whether you're out negotiating a business transaction. Uh, Your mindset is going to be what dictate uh, your outcome on anything that you pursue. And so what are some of the the things or routines you have to try to make sure that you stay in the right frame, frame of mind and that you stay focused?
1: Um... I do like reading like I read and I know reading is going to help with my my cognitive thinking It's going to help 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 me with brain scrint I like to meditate in the morning, sometimes at night before I go to bed and just following like these positive quotes on on, Insta, on Instagram, Twitter, all the social media and being able to surround myself with their energy because I see these type of people and they all have the same mindset. Those type of people have the, the strong mindset to be resilient. Like You have to be resilient. To, to acquire any type of success in this world because you also got to know within the process that you're going to take L's. Like L's are going to be guaranteed, but if you don't even try or continue to keep trying, you're going to feel automatic. So why not go through it to, you know what I'm saying, see it through to finish? Right. And just having that, having that mindset to finish wrong no matter what it is. It's going to be a little smaller job, but if you showing that you're going to be able to finish, that says a lot because you take care of those small tasks those small tasks going to add up. So once that bigger task come on, you don't have so many, so many small W's that you know how it tastes and you know what, it, what, what you want when that W is bigger.
0: Right, right. You know, that's, uh, that's important, what you just touched on, because I tell people all the time, if you can't do the little things, if you can't perfect and take pride in doing the little things right, you'll never be able to be accomplished on doing big things. And I think that's something, a message I think the viewers should take away from this conversation is that every success starts with doing little tasks, doing little things and building on those wins to become uh, uh, successful at what you're trying to accomplish. And so I want to ask you uh, this question uh, coming from Clarksville, Mississippi, which, of course, I'm from there as well. And so, uh, you know, it's a lot of hopelessness. Uh, it's a lot of opportunity to do wrong, uh, more opportunity to, to do wrong for a young person than, than it is for them to do right. Uh, you come and, you know, out of that situation successfully, navigating through, you know, all of those opportunities to go down the wrong path. A lot of people are watching you, uh, rooting for you. And you're giving hope back, hope back to a community that has in in realistically, oftentimes, uh, just little a little hope. Uh, Do you ever think about that as you kind of go out and you are uh, pursuing your dreams and and really living the American dream? Does it ever cross your mind? And does that motivate you more that you actually are a uh, an example for those individuals?
1: Yeah, yeah, that right there motivates me and myself because, you know, I want to be able to show my face, to be able to give hope to the community, to, you know what I'm saying, be present when, you know what I'm saying, to show them like I'm, I'm an example of making it out of Clarksdale. And I'm coming back and I'm coming back to show love, showing love, showing positive energy, to put people in in great spirits. So, you know what I'm saying, help mindsets. Like I really want to help mindsets of everybody to do better, be better, and, you know, just start with the mind.
0: Now, just to close the, uh, the show out, I just want to ask you one final question. Um, what do you hope to accomplish this upcoming season? What, what's, your, what's your goal?
1: Um, my goal is, once again, to be able to be all pro, um, first, all, first team all pro, and be in the Pro Bowl again and be able to get those snaps on the defense to be able to help my defense.
0: Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much, JT. I, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you to my viewers for watching. And remember, without you, there's no me.